Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us for Femme on Fitness. Today's guest is one of my Femme on co-hosts, Jess Davies. When I began the series, she asked if she could join me for a chat because she is a big lover of fitness, but she used to have a very complicated relationship with it and subsequently with her body. So here we are. But before we get into her fitness journey, welcome, Jess. Please introduce yourself and tell listeners your role as part of the Femme on Collective. Hello, it's so lovely to be here. Um, my name's Jess. I I like to write. I um, I do some blogging sometimes, and I'm trying to write a novel. It's very, very, very slow. <laughs> um, love. So yeah. So I am part of the Femon Collective, which I am so grateful to be a part of. Um. I do a little podcast series called Literature for Life, where I speak to people about the books that have had a really significant impact on them, um, which I love because it helps me sort of learn about a little bit about them through what uh, through the books that had a great impact on them. So, yes, when you said um, when we were talking about, you know, we were like throwing around ideas for um what we wanted to talk about as part of this collective you're like yeah I really want to talk about fitness and I'm like I am going to file that away so that I can have a conversation with Tanya about fitness because I this is my jam (laughs) I I have a feeling we're all going to be on each other's shows at some point oh yeah (laughs) I, I haven't decided what my literature for life topic is going to be yet because I have so many books that I love and it's like what is the one plus I'm obsessed with my own writing right now but we'll get there I mean, we can have a podcast about your 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 writing as well, so that I can be obsessed with it. We can also do like <laughs> literal ten episodes of just all the books <laughs> that I've had. But I'm the opposite because I can't remember the books that I've read. I need to like do a book journal or something. So like, if I was to be a guest, I honestly don't know what to talk about. But I'm not the guest, and that's the point. Well, you are the guest today. I am. <laughs> So let's talk a little bit about your fitness journey and that complicated relationship you mentioned to me. Yes. So my fitness journey began when I was um, 16. I never got into sports at school, hated sports, hated um, PE was the class name, physical education, hated it with a passion, Um, got, got to 16. And I don't know why, but I started going to the gym and I just like cardio machines, just cardio machines. And that was fine. I don't really remember any major issues there, but it was when I got to uni and I got Instagram. Instagram was a big part of this. Um, and I started following lots of fitness accounts. So hashtag Fitspo was a good one. <laughs> and just honestly, my whole Instagram was dominated by um, conventionally uh, attractive, sort of thin people with lots of muscles in very tight clothing telling me how to exercise when to exercise how frequently to exercise what to eat all of that stuff so um and that's where I really started getting obsessed with it so I um I got very obsessed with the food side of things but for fitness it was very much a kind of workout to look a certain way um, which I think, you know, a lot of people do and I, and, and I understand it, but working out, I was very much like, I, I was a cardio bunny and then 
I started doing weights because that's what Instagram people were telling me to do. So <laughs> I started doing weights. I actually really enjoyed the weights. Um, I loved feeling strong and that has carried through. I still love weight training. I love feeling so strong. So what kind of weight training do you do? So um, I are do... you talking like two pound weights? Are you talking about bench lifting? What, what kind of weights? I, I do a mixture. So I like um, now I like compound exercises I always get that weird mixed up with composition and my my partner likes to have a chuckle compound exercises you know like squats deadlifts um bench press all all of your like traditional weightlifting moves and up until recently I'd been like um playing around with how heavy I could go because it's I love I love feeling strong and I love the feeling of I love that feeling when you've done like a really heavy lift mm-hmm. um because it's it's a great way to feel like a real badass you're like because like oh just squatted like 60k look at me go that's really cool um so that so I still love doing that now but um I I I also my partner used to do CrossFit and so he still does a lot of CrossFit style workouts which are really fun because um you mix it up a lot you play around with um like pushing your heart rate a little bit and resting and use a lot more of the machine. So I've been doing that a lot more over the last year, really. And that's really fun because that's weightlifting, but that's not just pick up a really heavy weight and see how you go. That's like, you know, you're, you're mixing it up a bit more. So that's really fun. Um, so, yeah, so. I, so you said I'm, you were a cardio bunny. You started with the weightlifting. Yeah. And then. I was basically, I thought for like maybe four, five, six years, I was working out to look a certain way. I was not really in touch with how my body felt when I was working out. So I would do things that I thought I had to do in terms of like cardio. Like I would just get, you know, if I went for a run, it was because I thought I had to do some cardio. Or if I went to the gym and did a workout, it was because I thought I had to do that in order because I wanted to look a certain way. It was not because I was enjoying what I was doing. Mm. Um, I was, I was doing, uh, they're they're like circuit style workouts. You know, you could go and do like 45 minutes, eight different moves and you can rotate them. Um, And I, I picked it and I stuck to it because it was simple. I didn't have to think about it. It was just doing the exercise to get the exercise in. Um, and I was really, yeah, so I was in it, 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 I was in a bad place mentally because I wasn't using exercise as a tool for my mental health. I was using it as a tool to make sure my body looked a certain way, which sets you up to fail because <laughs> bodies, bodies fluctuate, like lives fluctuate, which means bodies fluctuate. Um, and but when you're young, you don't think that you don't you 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 just think that if you you could look that way forever. Um, and so, anyway, I think one of the things that helped me get out of my sort of very obsessive phase with health and fitness was um, the first thing was I went to China for three three months after uni, and that just kind of reset me because all of a sudden I was in this completely, completely different opposite culture. I was in Shanghai, 
I was didn't know what I was we going out and just eating random things. I had I had less control over what I was eating and, and, and what I was doing exercise wise. And when you've got less control over what you're doing with your body and your food, you are forced to take a step back and be like, oh, no, I will. I've not been doing what I've been doing all this time and and I'm fine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Um and then a couple of years later, I was in London and I started doing yoga. Um, and that was really beneficial because yoga taught me to really pay attention to my body when I'm exercising. So for years and years, I'd just been exercising and I'd been putting in my music and I'd been putting it on loud and just kind of trying to ignore how my body felt as I was exercising just so I could kind of get through the exercise and then be like tick done can go eat some Oreos yay me um (laughs) but but when you do yoga the whole point is that you are focusing on how your body feels you have you are connected with how your body feels the whole time you're doing yoga they're like you're you're literally paying attention to to your breath to your muscles to the way your body's moving to how it feels and it teaches you to do that in daily life so I started doing yoga lots and not only does yoga it's very meditative um even when you're doing something like vinyasa which is um you know sort of the high heart rate kind of yoga you still you're still you still need to pay attention to to how your body feels and so then i started like doing weightlifting and uh workouts in the gym and i was doing i was doing what yoga taught me i was paying attention to how my body felt and it's helped me to like enjoy my workouts so much more and also to avoid injury <laughs> <laughs> Because if you are, if you're some of the things that you do in the gym, you really, really need to pay attention to to what's going on in your body. Because the minute something starts to feel a bit painful, you need to pause because otherwise you can cause a lot of injury. And so now I pay attention to how my body feels while, I, while, I, while I'm doing all these movements in the gym. It's interesting it may- that you say that because my instinct is to power through the pain yeah and because then you've got to think about well why is my exercise why do I like why is my exercise painful um and some people enjoy it like I know loads of crossfitters I know so many crossfitters and I've watched them compete I've watched them literally compete and die on their ass and they love it they absolutely love it and I it's my worst nightmare because I don't want exercise to feel painful (laughs) I don't want exercise to make me want to make me have to lie down for like literal 15 minutes I want exercise to make me feel strong and and able and and in control I feel one of the reasons I love going to the gym and lifting weights is because the minute I walk into that gym I feel in control of my life and that is such a privilege and that that feeling is 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 quite hard to that's a hard feeling to have as an adult especially when they the world is on fire like the world is in literal <laughs> fire all the time 
I was having this conversation with my partner last night because he is he um he pays attention to what's happening in Ukraine and it really affects his mental health and I'm like it's because you can't it's because unless you start focusing on things that you can do to help you feel very out of control of the situation because you do you don't have any control about what happens in Ukraine and so as an adult to find something that helps you to feel in control of your life and what you are doing in your body it's a real it it, it it it's a real life changer like you want to hold on to that feeling with everything <laughs> so and that's what the gym does for me i go in there and i and i i know what i'm going to do and i've done it a million times and i don't care if i make a mistake or if i try something new it doesn't work like whatever i feel strong i feel capable i feel in control of my my body and therefore in control of my life and it's and that cuz and that's what exercise can do for people and i think that's why i've like i've learned so much my 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 relationship to fitness has been so up and down but over the last 3 years i think i've i feel like i've cracked it because now i exercise to feel good mm. like i i know that exercise like i don't if i don't want to exercise i don't <laughs> and it could be i go 3 or 4 days and you know and i'm having because i'm on in my life I might be I might be having a flare-up because I have fibromyalgia so and that co- that causes chronic fatigue it also causes pain um but when I'm when I'm chronically fatigued doing things like going for a walk literally feels like you've been put in a big jar of treacle and just told to crack on like it, <laughs> that's how it feels like you're like I'm going to go for a walk also my partner thinks that going for a walk cures everything like if I went to him like my love I I honestly think I've broken my wrist he'd be like why don't you go for a walk and see how you feel (laughs) (laughs) which is different from walk it off it's yeah it's more like yeah you know have a nice walk and see how you feel when you're done with that walk (laughs) yeah exactly so like sometimes I'll have a flare-up of fibromyalgia and I'd be like gosh like I've had to log off like I really don't feel well and I'll be like go for a walk and I was like let me stick you in a big jar of treacle and see how far you can walk before you want to stop <laughs> before you want to stop um and on those days I don't exercise because I know that if I tried I would have a rubbish workout which would leave me feeling worse because I wouldn't feel you know I, I I just wouldn't feel good but if I'm having a day where pain, exercise is actually one of the best tools in my toolbox. There have been days where I've had like crippling pain in my shoulders and my back and I've dragged my ass to the gym and I've just, I've just gotten on the stair, the stairmaster and I've just been like, right, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to see how it goes. I'm not giving myself a set amount of time to do this for. I'm just going to do this until I start feeling better. And after 10 minutes, the pain is gone. I don't know why. I don't even think doctors know why, but literally take away pain. Then that's what I want it to do for me. I don't want my exercise to cause me physical or mental pain, you know? So Uh, is that what you meant when you said that you use fitness as a tool for managing chronic, your chronic health condition? Yes, exactly. Um, That is exactly it because, and I, I don't want to speak for other 
chronic health conditions but for mine it can literally it can literally take away my pain um and it can it can make me feel like my chronic health condition is not fully impacting my life as it can do because it can it can infiltrate everything um I think there are studies that show that if you do something like that, number one, exercise like that relieves stress. So if the stress is aggravating your condition, now you're relieving some of that stress and then your nerve cells rally to different points. You know, if they've been collecting in a certain area, causing pressure and pain, well, now you are engaging different parts of your body and those nerves are needed elsewhere. You know, the, that sensation is needed elsewhere. And so you ease some of the pressure from of that area yes I mean that makes perfect sense the science behind it is very cool and I do not know enough <laughs> it's why if you know let's say my brother has a stubbed toe or something well, let me just pinch you you'll be better <laughs> <laughs> oh, your, yeah. your toe doesn't hurt as much does it <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you see, I punched you in the face because your toe is hurting and now your toe doesn't hurt. So you're welcome. (laughs) Right, you're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, But yeah, and that's exactly it. So that's a real snapshot into into my fitness journey, I guess. So how does mental health play a role in your fitness journey? Um, Mental health is... Now I exercise largely for my mental health, but before, like for the longest time, I was exercising uh, in disregard of my mental health. So it was actually because my mental health was, was centered on, well, I feel like I'm teaching people to suck eggs or whatever, but like, A big part of um, we, we should have known eggs would play a role in this conversation. <laughs> Damn it! I need to I need to yeah. separate myself from this freaking. Anyway, um, so for me, like, what I didn't understand for years was that a big part of why my mental health was all my issues around self worth. Uh, all the words are running out of my head now, but you know, like self worth, self value, like um my self-confidence that's it body image and that was all tied into the way that I look um and of course it is we we live in a uh, in a society where you know we've got we've got like one standard of beauty and it's plastered everywhere every every everywhere and that whole capitalist machine being like if you just drink this thing or take this pill or buy this buy these shorts like dye your hair like you'll look like that and everything will be fine um and so you know your mental like my mental health was like centered around all these things um which was (laughs) and so I was basically I was aiming for the wrong thing you know I was just I was like running not not even physically mentally I was like running in the direction of like trying to feel trying to look a certain way because all of my self-worth was attached to how I look and um, and what other people think about how I look. And what I've learned is if you detach yourself from that and you say, I'm going to, I'm going to 
I'm going to try not to give a fuck about what anyone <laughs> thinks about what I look. And also, I'm going to do my very best to appreciate myself no matter what I look like, you know? But I'm going to try and place a lot of value in 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 myself for who I am, not how I look. Then all of a sudden, you don't need to be doing all of this stuff to look a certain way. Um which shifts your focus then because you you're like okay well I'm going to exercise and then you're like oh but I don't have to do it like this like and then you become curious because there are so many different ways to exercise fitness is fitness is about how you feel right so you, right it's about lit- being fit yeah it's about it's not it's about, about looking attractive it's about no, being exactly fit. <laughs> exactly and and that means different things to different people like if we think about people who are who are um less able-bodied um like my friend Krista she's got a prosthetic bone in her leg um and she's currently training to hike Kilimanjaro my like to hike Mount Kilimanjaro so she's got to get really creative with her training because she can't do a lot of um traditional exercises and so being fit means different things to different people um but for me now I know that I get I you have to you have to balance it because if I'm having a shit mental health day like if I just if I feel quite depressed or if I if I if I'm feeling if I'm just feeling rubbish I could either go to I could either do 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 a workout um and feel amazing or if I'm not in the right headspace and I try and do a workout it could leave me feeling worse and so then I've got to pick the right exercise if I if I um, go for a cycle around this beautiful park that we live close by and it's sunny and, you know, the birds are chirping and I'm with my partner and I will feel amazing afterwards. I really will. But if I maybe decide, I don't know, to go to the gym and try and wrestle with wrestle a space in between all these sweaty, pervy men, you know, in like flipping rush hour gym time, I'm probably going to come out feeling really frustrated and angry. So it takes, it just, it's, it's all about, for me, it was like, I need to just, if I put mental health and, and like uh, feeling good at the center of things and work my way out from there, then like I will naturally exercise will naturally be something that I, that works for me. Like I'm not trying to, prove anything to anyone I'm just doing what works for me what feels good for me you know that kind of thing I feel like am I rambling (laughs) no I was you're clicking for me it's like wow that is an excellent way to put it to put your mental health at the center of it and work your way out from there like it's your body is not the goal Mm -hmm. your your health is the goal and you start with the mental health so definitely not rambling (laughs) if you're seeing a strange look on my face it's Wow. <laughs> Jess is really smart. <laughs> oh. Um, oh good. I'm I'm glad. And honestly, when I when I started thinking about it in this way, I was just like, it just changed my it just changes your whole dynamic because all of a sudden you're like, I don't I, for me, especially with my with my history of obsessive um ob- obsessive health stuff it was very easy for me to pick an exercise and get obsessed with it. Like when I said I started doing yoga, 
Tanya, I was doing yoga every day, every <laughs> single day. When I met my partner, he was like, you were like a greyhound. Like there was, there was, there wasn't much fat on you because you were doing this stuff every single day. And then obviously I met him and started spending all my time with him and put on, put on a bunch of weight. Cause we just sat watching movies, eating, eating popcorn and chocolate and all the time. But I was okay with that because my my life had changed and I was no longer obsessed with this thing it's it, it really does it changes it changes your whole like exercise can be really fun when you make it about um not how you look about how you feel and your mental health like you could do you could do a Zumba class you know you could you, you could literally that was surprisingly see- fun for me like I, I really like I don't want to do this thing and oh my goodness it's fun yeah <laughs> Because how many times as an adult are, are you put in a room with other adults and being and being told to like shake your hips and, and look silly? Right. And you're like, but I don't want to look, I don't think I should look silly. No, 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 just shake your hips and look silly. And you're like, and this it feels is really good. fun. It feels yeah. good. You're you're just dancing basically. Yeah. I've had many a um a, an evening where I'm home alone. And I put I put some music on and I just have a dance to myself and it feels amazing. And that and that is that is a form of exercise. It is, but you don't you know? even realize it. I don't even realize it. There's this song and I oh, I always forget what it's called, but there's a lyric, and it says, "Move your body in every way that you can," because what like it's such a privilege to be able to move your body in the first place, but there are literally hundreds of different ways you can move your body. So why would you not try and, and like try them all out if you could. I have a similar see- line, a beastie boy line that says, I love it when it's out all alone. It's like, yeah, that's me Just <laughs> dancing by myself. <laughs> yeah. Which like I guess having- is almost another lyric, huh? Dancing with yeah. myself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's kind of it in a nutshell, really. Well, you mentioned that you went to China and I I have seen your Instagram account and I know that you do like to travel a lot. What do you do for fitness when you're away from home? That is such a good question. Um, well, actually, at the moment, so I feel like I'm in a bit of a, oh, I keep using the term transition phase and I'm not <laughs> sure, I'm not sure I like it, but um what I've learned over the last year because um so last April me and my partner went to Bali because my 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 dad's friend like works for this place and he got us some beautiful free accommodation and was like this is amazing he's like come over you'll have a great time perfect so we went over for two weeks and for the first week we were like going to different places and seeing different things we like hiked up this volcano at 2am and it was the most intense thing I've ever done because it was also COVID and there was a Ooh. gaggle, there was a gaggle of Australians tailing <laughs> us, coughing and spluttering and drinking and we were like, we are going to catch COVID on this volcano. <laughs> so um, yeah, so yeah, we did that. We were like going different places and stuff. But the second week we were in this five-star resort Uh, very self-contained beautiful pools and like a beach a private beach and after three days we me but especially my partner we we were like climbing the walls (laughs) like 
climbing look because like you know it's like come here relax read a book maybe maybe have a paddle and that's that's wonderful that's wonderful for like two days that's also I can imagine if I had like kids or you know if I had a really high stress job like I would be more appreciative of that but I have neither of those and so after three days we were literally climbing the walls we were like this is pretty but what we're like we were bored we were like antsy um and then in June (laughs) we went to Morocco with two of our friends and spent four days sorry three days hiking the highest mountain in the in the Atlas Mountains the highest mountain in North Africa and it was one of the best trips I have ever done it was grueling we had to like (laughs) on the day that we summited we we'd gone to we'd we'd gotten into bed in a shared dormitory which slept 30 people on the oldest mattresses you've ever come across in your whole (laughs) life um we was it was like and I got one hour of I got one hour of sleep we had to wake up at 3 a.m we had to leave at 4 a.m we summited like five hours later and then we had to come back down in one day we had to summit and come all the way back down it was so intense and so crazy but it was honestly one of the best trips I've ever done so now we are we know that when we go away for a trip it has to be centered around uh like an active like an activity and more and more it's hiking so in uh in a couple of weeks I'm going back to Wales where I grew up and we're going to spend two days hiking parts of the coastal path which is like stunning and in October I haven't told my mum yet, so I'm hoping this. I don't think this will come out before I tell my mother. Um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna hike Mount Kilimanjaro. Um, and if you told me ten years ago that I was booking holidays to go hike mountains where you're literally camping and you're like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like pooing in the ground and you're like eating all this random stuff and you don't shower for nine days and oh. you're really grim like. If you'd have told me 10 years ago that I was going to do that and be like, I'm so excited. I'd have been like, you're having an absolute laugh. But here we are. So, so yeah. So, yeah. When, when we, when we go on holiday, we have to book in like hikes, walks, activities. Like we even tried surfing when we were Bali, which was really fun, really hard, really hard. Have you ever tried surfing? No really hard but really fun so yeah I I don't like the sensation of falling even into water oh like yeah, some people don't. have a fear of heights but my fear is actually the sensation of falling so I can't sit in the back of an airplane because the tail wobbles like I just cannot handle that sensation so being on a surfboard there's a lot of falling to start and it's there's you know, a lot of falling. I'm not going to put myself through that don't do surfing don't do surfing at all <laughs> um yeah definitely don't do surfing that that yeah that makes a lot of sense so is there anything else you'd like to share with listeners no I don't think so thank you so much for letting me come on and just ramble and talk and and get all excited about fitness well you <laughs> have a lovely voice and a lovely accent I'm sure everyone enjoyed listening to your ramble oh, I appreciate you. you sharing your journey what's the best way that people can support you 
Oh, okay. Yes. I get this wrong every single time. I don't know why. I can't and make sure you mention, you know, know, 600 words. Oh, yes. <laughs> My little 600 words blog is a little bit neglected because I only want to write things that I, you know, when I want to write, when I'm inspired to write. But I do have a blog and it is called 600 Words on Life. Um, I also, uh, I also let other people post stuff they want to post there as well so if anyone who's listening to this wants to write 600 words about something and hasn't got anywhere to put it and just kind of wants it to be out there I don't have lots of followers but it will just be out there then do let me know um because it's I want it to be a bit of a shared space but yeah you can find me at jess underscore b davies on instagram Oh yeah, on Instagram, yeah. I um I hate Twitter and yeah, so just Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Since uh, it's your just, only one, you're thinking that's yeah. the only place anyone would look. I just want to make sure that they're not like, I can't find her, I can't find her, I can't find her. <laughs> what do you mean they're not mind readers? <laughs> <laughs> well, of course it will be in the show notes, as will your involvement with the Fem on Collective. Yay. I love this collective so much. I'm having so much fun. I do want to make sure that we thank our listeners. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. And as we just said, this has been Femon Fitness, part of the Femon Collective. Yay!